My name is Hanson Oak, and I want to tell you a story, but not my story. Not this time. In this series between seasons of The Recalling, as I work to wrap up a book or two while traveling, I invite you to reach out to me and tell me where you live. In turn, I'll tell you what stands just beyond the shadows. All you have to do is ask. In this short episode, two good friends of mine who wished to remain in the anonymity the shadows afford them wanted to know what had eluded them in their time living in the country of Wales. This region of the world is something of an intersection for the evolution of creatures outside the human experience and our own. From the celebrated Fae of Ireland to the Sprites of Scotland, for every species noted in folklore, there are a hundred that have been forgotten or left undiscovered. In some of my posts telling of creatures you might not know, I think I've leaned a little too far into the dark. It's true there's much to be afraid of in the shadows, but there is beauty beyond what we know as well. For example, the insect-like creature called the Southern Bulbwick has a short range on the island. This tiny, and I mean tiny, animal lives on the hair of its hosts. Well, to be more specific, in the hair of the head. That's not actually totally accurate. They live inside the hair of the head, which means that no manner of washing or brushing is likely to affect them, though they dislike strong scents and perfumes of shampoos and the rough feeling of a comb passing over them. While this may sound unsettling, your relationship with them is actually in your hands, or head as it is. You see, the southern bulbwick can be a symbiotic, beneficial creature to have with you. The southern, not the northern, but that's another story. The southern bulbwick feeds off the nutrient inside the hair follicles, though it causes no damage. And if you're a positive person, your pheromones will reflect that. The oils in your skin will reflect that. And as much as other people sense the energy of positivity and hopefulness that radiates off you, the bulbwick, again, the southern kind, also feels it, and they in turn put out their own pheromone response. Your body's reaction to this is completely sensory. Colors will seem more vivid, tastes will have a new depth of flavor, the world will even sound brighter and more alive. In turn, you will feel better, think more clearly, see the beauty and mystery of the world, and radiate that outward, thus creating a cyclical bond with the wicks. Now, as I mentioned, the northern bulb wicks are quite the opposite. They find optimism to be an unbearable stench, and the sound of well wishes an unforgivable offense. For this reason, the northern bulbwick is a parasite, and the punishment for being a happy and positive person, well, it's a heavy price to pay. They begin by secreting an acid that burns the scalp. In a short period of time, this leads to hair loss, which now presents a new problem for them since they live at the base of what is now falling out by the fistful. So they are forced to burrow deeper into the scalp, where their secretions bubble and blister the flesh. Of course, this would lead even the most cheerful among us into the bleakness of misery, and only then will the attack on the host cease. If you'd like to learn more about me and the creatures I've encountered, listen to the first season of The Recalling, available wherever you get your podcasts. If you want to know what is living under your bed, just ask me in the comments or in Twitter, at Hanson Oak. Until next time, be careful.